This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Kay with Unleashed, and I have a surprise for us today. Guess who is back? Jerry. Hi, Cheryl. I'm so glad you're back. Oh, it's good I to be back. I missed you. And- it's nice to be back. It's really nice to be back. I enjoy being here. It's always a pleasure. And um, and this is going to be a wonderful time for me to talk about my Marty. And it's good for me to be here. So thanks for inviting me. Anytime. Oh, okay. So, you'll, so we'll tell our listeners what happens. And... Uh, We'll explain that we're still going to keep Marty's bark because, number one, it's the most perfect bark there is. It was the most perfect. And don't forget, it took almost two years for him to remember how to bark as a dog because he had been in the shelter for so long, he really had withdrawn. So I'm glad you're keeping his bark because it's a great bark. Yeah, and it'll put a smile on your face whenever you hear it. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's one of the uh, the best memories that that I could keep is that wonderful bark and that sweet face. Yeah, I mean, you know, grief is grief and it comes in many different forms. And, you know, we as pet lovers, we understand the grief for a pet. We've all been there. You know, it's it's the most painful thing in the world. And everybody deals with it different. I make my decision the night before. I like to pull Band-Aids. I, I can't, you know, there's some people, they'll yeah. try anything to save their pet. Right. You know, if, right. of course, it's savable. Yes, but, of course. Of but, course. you know, like when my Ricky went and I had to put him down, I decided on Friday night. I mean, right. he wasn't well. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me on Friday <laughs> and I made the decision and I did it because, you know, who who am I keeping them alive for me? And, you know, that is such a, an important thing to remember. And especially for viewers to understand, there does come a time when you then become selfish in keeping a pet that is definitely, definitely having a lot of problems and suffering. And it was very hard for me to make that decision, kind of like you said the day before, and and I did the, the Friday before and then waited till Monday. But it was a comfort for my vet to assure me that it was the most loving thing I could do was to to let go of Marty at a time that he still had some dignity. And that, uh, and because and he wasn't on his last uh, breath, so to speak. You know, he had a lot of medical issues. I had him for almost three years. The skin condition that he had was under control, and then it just went berserk. And uh, it came to a, a time that he just, it, it was very difficult. The medicines, the steroids didn't work anymore. The antibiotics didn't work. And so, as you said, you come to that decision, but it was hard. But I do have a sweet story to tell about Marty that I didn't tell you. So you're hearing it for the first time also. So there did come a time that I realized that, and my vet, and we talked about it, and that Marty's struggle was very insurmountable. The, there was no more treatment that could be done. And, and I did have a weekend. And I think that, you know, I, I think that was a gift to have that weekend 
to kind of come to terms with saying goodbye to him. So the day before on a Sunday, now Marty had a lot of food allergies. So the poor guy was always on a very strict diet. I could give, I gave him nothing but salmon based food. And he loved it. He would sneak in the in the kitchen and grab a chicken cutlet oh, or gosh. whatever. I mean, gosh, I have so many funny stories about Marty and food because he was very food aggressive. But I, he never had anything but the salmon. So the weekend that I knew that this was going to be his last weekend, my boyfriend actually asked if he could come and say goodbye to Marty as well. And he said, I'd like to go to the store and get three steaks and have a dinner with Marty. And I kind of thought about it. I said, that, that's probably the sweetest thing that I, I've ever heard. That's so cute. I said, dinner so, with Marty. Dinner with Marty. So I made these steaks on the grill. And of course, I made some side dishes for us. And uh, we set the dining room table. And Marty's never allowed ever to go into the dining room or eat table scraps or eat, you know, anything other than his own food. And I set candles on the table. Oh, God. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and, and what we, a send-off. We opened a bottle of wine and we had Marty come sit at the dining room table right at our feet. And we cut an entire steak oh, and handed it. it on his plate on the floor and spent about an hour enjoying that last meal, that tonk was so excited. It was one of the sweetest memories that I will keep in remembering that's, that that's sweet. So sweet. <laughs> it was that really very, is sweet. It was very sweet. So I think having the time and, and I think when we, oh my gosh, I can remember the week after. I mean, this is now almost a month ago, so I'm okay to talk about it now. But the week and the weeks that followed, the hollowness yeah. in the house. It's empty. It's hollow. It's it's more than empty. It's so, I, I, I kept on thinking it's hollow. Everything has an echo because there's n Marty's not absorbing. He's not here absorbing my love and, and my energy. It just was so empty without him. That's why I think with, with pets, it's, you know, of course, we grieve. I mean, we lose people yes. and it's devastating. Yes. But it's very different with a pet because, number one, they depend on us and really we depend on them. Uh, equally, equally, absolutely. I have never lived absolutely. without a, without a pet. I, I haven't either. And, and I think that's what makes the bond so great with your pet is that you, it's a, a, a reciprocity, an emotional reciprocity. I give to you, you give to me. I give to you, you give to me. It's always a giving and a taking and a giving and a taking. And even human They give us a lot, they, pets. they really do. Oh my do. gosh. I know just, that we give them, but oh, I they think, give us I just think, as much. Right. I agree. And sometimes agree. more. I oh mean, yes. Oh yes. Unconditional oh, yes. love. And it's 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 just it teaches us so much. I mean, my folks had a collie before I was mm -hmm, born, mm -hmm. so I always had a dog that I could remember. But it does teach you things, and the grief you feel, or oh. the missing them. I mean, even oh. when we're not with them. I mean, how many times have we all said, you know, I think I want to cuddle up and binge watch oh, TV yeah. uh, with yes. my dog or yes. cat? Yes, yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing quite like that. Uh, it is it is an unconditional love and. Um, and, and for those of us who have 
the joy of sharing our life with pets. And I have had uh, three different dogs over my lifetime that have each entered my life at a stage when I needed that particular dog. It's so funny how that happens. And for a season, for a yes, reason. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. And it does, uh, it, it brings an element and a joy that is beyond really words. And the grief does create a hollowness. But at the same time, in the last month, I have learned to envelop that hollowness with the memories of this dog. And uh, something will trigger a memory. I'll open my front door and I expect Marty to be right because he would sit at that front door. If I left, he wasn't on his bed. He'd sit at that front door. So when I opened the front door, I could feel him there. He'd get up and I open my front door and I keep thinking I'm going to feel his body waiting for me. And I find that in the beginning, of course, it, it brings you so much sadness, but I find myself smiling more now, thinking about him. Right, because it's better as, to have loved and lost than never to have I, before. They are just uh, very You special. know, we all go through it. I always tell people the best place to bury a pet is in the heart in of the, the owner. In the heart of the owner. You sent that to me. Yeah, you texted that to me when you found out that Marty You know, they, gave, they give us the yes. best days of their life and right. one really sad day. Yes. That's yes. it. I mean, yes. they're wonderful, you know, yes. whether it's a dog or a cat or oh, a yes. horse. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it doesn't matter what the, what pet it is. It's, it's, it's the, a different kind of bond it's than a, bond. a husband, a wife, oh, a my. child. Oh, yes. It's, it's different. You know, it's more equal footing because you're really pals. But you're really pals. And, and it doesn't come with the great intricacies of human relationships, which are more difficult because they're much more complex. Every personality is different. Every, every human being that you love is different. None of us are the same. But the ease at which you can love a pet is it's not complicated it's pure it's authentic it's just right there it is what it is you don't have to be a certain way one day or be quiet or listen you just have to be and i i think that's what's so just exhilarating about that relationship with a pet it's not complex it's not a human relationship which is very complex and certainly very deep and can certainly be very loving but takes more certainly more work but that's not the word i'm looking for but in any case, I think you got an it's, idea. It's a different kind of different kind of effort. It's it's so different. You know that you see now a lot of people yeah. do these bucket lists when their pet gets older. They're going to take them here. Yeah, and you yeah, know, yeah. first of all, there's nothing like a road trip with a oh, person or a pet. Or a pet. And don't they, I mean, Marty loved the car. He just, I mean, he loved the car. He'd rather be in the car than any place else. And that was the other thing. I took him up to, we have a, a place called Carter's Mountain, which has a magnificent view of the Blue Ridge Mountains uh, where we live. And the Sunday before the dinner, I just had him by myself and drove up to Carter's Mountain and was able to get him out of the car enough uh, to walk around and for him to just look at those beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains and, and, and whiff that and air. And whiff that air and just have that image of him outdoors 
and and thinking that he is going to return to the beautiful place of nature uh, from which he came. Right. And uh, it, it was it, it was a wonderful opportunity to do that. I did not have that chance with my other dogs. No, no. I was going to say I did other, not have three, my chance. No, and you had somebody else do. It. I did. I just couldn't do it. And I and and in the case of my. My Bonnie, I did hold on a little too long, I think, and um, but I was that was a different stage of my life, and I was at a different place, and uh, and, and we do better when we and know they better. Were, they were three of them, so. and there were three of right, them, and right. it was and just they, right. they all were, were were at the basically at the same time, so that was hard. But I think we need to take a break at this time, and, and we'll, um, be, right and we'll be right back. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free, packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com slash dogs now. That's myalphacbd.com forward slash dogs. Because your furry friends are family. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're back, and um, today we're talking a, a little bit about grief yes. and when we lose a pet. And Jerry was explaining, you know, losing Marty. And and, and how different it was from my other uh, my other pets. Well, first of all, this yes. was your dog alone. Yes, yes. Where that was more of, you know, the, the other family dogs. Dog, yes. Family dog, yes. Family dog. Yes, and, and they were a group. Yes, amongst they were. themselves. Yes, they were. So Marty really had you, and right. you had Marty. Right. Yes. And that you yeah, know makes a difference. It, it's it's true. At different times, in different reasons, we relate differently to whether it's a pet or people. Yes. I mean, when I uh, I had my cat Sandy, who I found in New York City, she she came out of a building and she followed me across Seventh Avenue, and I figured she'd be safer you know, outside of the city, then loose in the city. And she used to follow me when I walked my dog. And I had her for about 21 years. That's a long time. Right. And I had to put her to sleep on um, St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. And I buried her where she always sat, like Mm -hmm. next to my chimney. I guess it was warm from the night before. And I've buried all of my, all of my cats. You know, uh, now it's a big thing, you know, they, and with the last cat I had to put down, Ricky, I painted his paw the morning of, 
and then and and made the print and made a print. I on know, it, and I, I and know. I framed it. Yes, yes, I have, I have, Marty. I didn't do it, but my vet was. Yeah, they do they, all kinds of they things. They did it now. at the vet, and he's when he sent a wonderful condolence card. It had Marty's paw print on the inside, and so I've kept that. Again, as I said, the, the difference here was certainly the opportunity to have a whole weekend to say goodbye. Yes. And, and that does make such a difference. So kind of curious, maybe some listeners can talk about and tell us about right. how they um, said goodbye to their pets and what helped them through that process. As I said, I think... I mean, there's greeting cards for when you lose your pet. Of course. It's it's, it's a big thing now. I mean, well, people are out there. Nobody has to hide it anymore. No, I think people understand that the emotion... I, I think uh, we understand that the emotion is the same. It's not, oh, well, it's only a pet. Right. That, that doesn't it, fly anymore. It doesn't. Of course not. But maybe 40 years ago, 30 years ago, people... Got, you know, They were the pet, the, but they really are family. Right. But I consider is, my two yes, pets my family. Yes. And so we we, we recognize that now. Uh, and so we, we acknowledge when somebody loses a pet... How how dear that uh, yeah, that, it's, that it's, animal it's, it was. It is very and painful. I got I got flowers. I got books. I had it, it was just lovely. The the people that acknowledged that I was in pain. Empathy. We've and all empathy. been through it. Yes, and that's that's the key. Yes, that we recognize in each other. Yes. I mean, yes, you know, it's yes. unfortunately yes. your turn now. But my, you know, it's they, you know, they only live for so long. No, I know. And, and, it, uh, and we don't really know in some cases, especially when you adopt at a shelter or, or you know. Uh, what that, their background is. Uh, we, we certainly do don't not know. We do not know a lot about Marty. And, uh, you know, I've had uh, only two, my two dogs, I guess we got from a breeder, you know, when I was younger. The Collie. And, Kali, yes, 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 yeah. right? He was like a show dog. Well, he that was. Got I've turned seen out. pictures of him. He's was gorgeous, a stunning dog. I learned That's, how to walk yeah. on him, and then yeah. I had a poodle Poodle-huh. who was, you know, uh, from the devil. <laughs> but he was wonderful. But you know, he got trained, and then you know, the guy wanted to show us how great he trained him. And a kid rode by on a bicycle, and that was the end of Brandy. I mean, he was gone. But that <laughs> and then you, you know, never found him. We found him, meaning he just didn't listen. Oh, he just didn't listen. Okay, like I stay. Was say, oh my was not stay. Stay meant. No, I'm going to chase that boy on a bike. Well, you have to understand in the mind of the doggers. I was telling you about that book that I finished. One good dog. I loved it because the author wrote it one chapter. As the mind of the human, the man in the in the book, and the alternating chapter was the mind of the dog. How the dog saw that little boy on the bike, and it, it's fascinating because she said she didn't want to stay. That dog saw it totally different than your command to stay, which is a fun book, by the way. And, and, and oh yeah, it was sad. At what the animals end, think? Yes. Oh, if we even knew. And that's what this author was touching on a little bit of how they they're processing what we're looking at and what we're going through, how they're processing it. And it, it is a wonderful book. Well, it's it's really something. I've been getting fascinated with parrots. Parrots. I've been getting fascinated parrots. with parrots. Mm. And they live a like, very long time. Right. They live 85 years yes, yes, and yes. they're like four year olds. 
It's their toddlers. Yeah. Now, but they when don't you, sell parrots anymore. I think the exotic birds are no longer – I thought there was – Well, you could get some. I think you get them and you could probably get them from a – Because you almost don't want a rescue. Absolutely. From a rescue. Oh, my because gosh. Because you have to will them. So talk about yes. grief. Yes. They oh grieve gosh. for you. That's right. Because – Right. They live 85 years, so anything you would get now... It's going to certainly outlive us So you have to put it in a will. Yes. Who's going to get this loudmouth, destructive toddler? Right. But they are brilliant. They're very smart. I saw one video with... uh, I forget his name, but he's a superstar. That's how he talks about himself. And he's fascinated with Alexa. (laughs) He says, Alexa, turn off the lights. And she says, okay. And then he says, Alexa, turn on the lights. <clears throat> and then she sa- he asks, Alexa, where do African birds come from? And she tells him. That's fair. And then he says, Alexa, tell me about Alexa. And then you could hear the owner in the background. They call them mommies and daddies. I mean, these birds actually scream, Mama, Daddy. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And, and, it, I, and he's saying, shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> all he's doing, well, they're so active. They're just... I want a bath. I want a bath now. I want to go to sleep. Well, they are, and that's why I'm glad they. you cannot buy these animals, which you never should have really been able to buy them. But there are certainly high numbers of them in shelters and in rescue they're facilities. They're very good for people with PTSD They are also, excellent. Because they're very social. They're very, they want to be with you. That's if right. If you have these birds, yes, you'd have forget to, your life. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's only a, thing a big commitment. Big commitment. They want to be with you. That's they right. walk around. They right. take baths yes. or showers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're demanding, but they're just so pleasant, you know, on you know, when you listen to them, I don't have one. No, I, I have I have owned cockatiels. Same thing. Uh, and they are just a delight and very affectionate. Very. Kissy, not a cockatoo. Not a cockatoo. I love not the you. Big one. No, no, no. Not a cockatoo. I'm sorry. I've got it reversed. I owned the small bird, the cockatiel. Right, but they talk. No, no, no. The cockatoo is the big one, right? Right, the white okay. one, and the then little there's parrots. One. And, no, the there's co- African greys, but a right. cockatiel should talk. No, I don't ever remember Sunshine talking. I have to ask my daughter, Kate. But she would whistle, and she would come on my shoulder, and she would rub her face against my cheek. And it was the sweetest, sweetest thing. But they are very wonderful pets as well. But certainly the parrots require a lot of work and a lot of attention. A lot of attention. And they're very destructive on anything. And it's all about them. Yes, and you have to. That's why I always bring up best friends. Uh, you know, in in Utah, which is the animal rescue place, one of the. I think I was totally shocked when I first went there and I saw the amount of parrots and big birds that were that were their there. owners died and Be- nobody wants them. Well, not only did their owners die, many people years ago would get these exotic animals had no idea the extent of work and interaction that they needed. And then they would just give them up. They would just not want to do it. And so I was always very surprised. I haven't been there in a couple of years now, but I would venture to say that they still have high numbers of those. Well, there's a lot. Animals. There's a lot of uh, rescue organ- yes, organizations, and there's birds. a place in yes. in California that works specifically with uh, veterans. With the- 
And that's a because they, idea. But there's fascinating because that one snowball, they, you know, he dances. And they realize that the birds dance and feel the beat of the music mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they could speak. Oh. That part of their brain is they, that that's in minor birds, uh, mockingbirds. They all have oh, that. They, they're able to feel the beat. Because mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. years ago, I remember seeing this bird you know, dance into some rock. Oh, that's and funny. now it's like a big thing. He goes on shows and, you know, they're very yeah. popular. I mean, I, I read a story recently about this one bird who could ride a bicycle and he was in a show. So the people who knew him from the show knew exactly what bird that was and how old he was and a little bit of background on him. Oh. I mean, you know, like they could yeah. be 20 years old. That means they got 65 more years. Yes. And you're yeah. in your 50s or your 40s. Yeah. And some of them have such conversations. Yes. Oh, my gosh. There's got to be such an uh, – talk about a loss when, when you lose a pet. That, that talks inter- to you. That talks to you. I mean, like, Mar- good morning. Marty, I love you. I know. Marty would talk, but he did it in dog talk. You know, I could tell what he wanted. But no, that's a very different interaction when you have a pet. That Some of those huskies could- talk. Yes, yes, yes. They I, could say, I, I love you, yes, yes, or yes, they, they they start yeah, howling. Yeah, you know, you could, let's put it this way. You yeah. couldn't have a parrot unless yeah. you had a house. No, no. Because they're loud. They have tantrums. But even some of these huskies... They're, they're, you know, music comes on, sometimes they howl to it. It's just amazing. I think what, what's really beautiful now is we are starting to realize how much more these animals mean to our well-being. Oh, psychologically, Whether, whether it's a horse, yes. a pig, a oh goat. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You know, and you could just see also with the way these animals interact with each other. There's all kinds of misfit combinations yes, of yes, animals of that course. just love each other. And the, and There's the, a deer that gets along with a dog. Yes, and, yes. And a fox with... I. That's what I think is beautiful. So, you know, that even opens up more grief because if you lose an animal like that, I mean, there's some very... I mean, you know, when an animal picks you, what about that duck that followed that guy home and won't leave him alone? And that little kid who's got a duck and the duck goes to school with him and he does sleepovers because he's imprinted on him. That's it. I I saw the other day a Dalmatian was following around a, you know, a spotted horse imprinting. Right. Right. So, you know, you just never know what happens with, with pets. When an animal, you know, listen. You and Marty hit it off. How many other people do you think that came across Marty and they didn't hit it well, off? Well, he was in the shelter a very long time. He was in the shelter several Plus, years. Plus, he was a very big dog. He was a very big dog, and he had skin problems to begin with right right from the giddy-up. So it's just that he, he came into my life at the time that I could be the best owner for him. And, and you and, gave and, him a wonderful, wonderful life. I know he gave you... But really, for the last years, I mean, look, he wasn't in a shelter. Remember you told the story when you were walking him down the street and yes. that woman stopped on a corner she and said, is that Marty from the shelter? Yes, she I could I never not. saw him look so good. No, she couldn't believe it. It was yeah, wonderful. And, and, you know, you didn't abandon him. Probably oh. because of his skin issues, he was abandoned by his owners. It could very well be. I mean, be. a lot of people, have, you know, don't make the commitment with a pet, for sure. It is when you walk out of that shelter... That dog or cat or horse or bird or goat 
or pig should be yours forever. Yes. There's no turning back. You wouldn't have a child and abandon them. You know, normal people. I mean, there are a couple of wackos out there. But we're not referring <laughs> we're to not them. We're not going there. You know, you. It's your pick. No, it is. You picked them, and and you know, it doesn't happen overnight. And I think that's really we'll have to have a show on that sometime. People really maybe expect too much from the dog oh, they yes. just got. Well, I, and, and that's another show altogether, and I'm sure many people have discussed the psychology of why you want a pet and what you expect. Our expectations sometimes are not even realistic, and so then you get frustrated and, and you let go of a pet and take it to the shelter or, or, or worse yet, abandon an or animal. Or you get so, the dog on a Friday and right. by Sunday or Monday, right, right. you it's know, a, you the know, dog doesn't like me. Right. Hello. It, it, yeah. I, everything you know, you're takes You're a total time. stranger. I got to learn to trust you. Exactly. Trust is earned. Exactly. And so that's the, you know, the again, the piece about the owner. What are you looking for and why do you want this animal? Um, and so, but that's yeah, a story not, for not another as, time. Not to go with your purse. We're, we're not feeling, that's right. That's <laughs> you right. know, those little dogs. I mean, that's nothing right. against little dogs. No, no, nothing but, against you know, little it's dogs. Not, but and then, right. It's I don't not, want to get off on my pet peeves. With okay. it. You know, they even have like now a carriage for these dogs. I know. I know. It's like opens up a whole new thing. I know. Well, say say goodbye, Marty. And Marty, love we say you, goodbye. Good. And when you are love back, yourself. we'll listen to it from, from you'll be up above. And we want to thank our listeners. Thanks, Cheryl. And, Thanks so uh, much for having me. It was a pleasure. And to anybody be here. who wants to tell us about their experience, reach out. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. I want to thank Mark. Jerry, welcome back to the fold. So Let's much. have more shows. We will. We and will. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye. Remember to live life unleashed. Unleashed. Thanks, Cheryl. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.